Hello, and welcome to the Southeastern Sports Insider Podcast. Today we'll be reviewing what happened in the 2022 NFL Draft. Um, I'm here with Harrison Bloodstone, Dominic Cecilia. And first things first, let's just um, start going in blocks here. What do you think about the, the top five picks in this draft? So there were definitely some surprises in the top five. I did not see Aiden Hutchinson falling to two. I thought he was going to go first. I've s- I knew it. I think no one listened to me. Complete steal by the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I think Aiden Hutchinson should have been the number one pick. Obviously, Hutch going to his hometown team, that's going to be great for him. Got a lot more passion towards the team. And I think he could do a lot of great things over there. Yeah. Trayvon Walker, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that pick. Yeah, me either. It's definitely a, a couple years from now pick. I don't think he's going to be worth the number one overall pick this year, but he might be in two to three years. Yeah. Um, talking about Derek Stingley, I did not expect him to go um, the first corner off the board. Very surprising. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think Sauce is better than him. But at the same time, if you think about it, if Derek Stingley didn't get hurt that in 2020, he could have potentially been the first defensive player off the board in that draft because yeah. he was so good then. But so he did have a bit of a fall off after that. If he – returns to his LSU 2020 year, then I think he could be better than Sauce, though. I I think there that he is nowhere near as good as Sauce. Yeah. Personally, I mean, I, I, I'm, I like Sauce a lot more than a lot of people do, but Sauce is a guy, and I say this a lot, he's never given up a touchdown. Right. And, like, you, you hear that, but you got to think about how crazy that is. In his whole career of football, he's never given up a touchdown. And that's just ridiculous. That's going to change in the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. it's a different sport. I mean, he faced a lot of top tier wide receivers, though. A lot of great guys that got drafted early in here. And it's not like he was just facing terrible guys. Like people see, oh, yeah, he was in the American. He actually played a lot of good players. Yeah. And then Kavant Thibodeau, I think that was a good pick for the Giants. Potentially could be the best player in this draft as he came into the season a year ago being the potential number one overall pick. So I think that's definitely a steal. Yeah, yeah at five, that's great with his upside. And then Akeem Okonwu being the first offensive tackle off the board at number six to the Panthers. Honestly, a little bit surprising that the Panthers went tackle here. Yeah. I was honestly thinking they would, um, and in my opinion, overpay for a quarterback mm-hmm. in this draft class. But um, didn't they? They ended up getting someone. Matt Corral. Did they get Matt Corral? Was yeah. it? Yeah, Matt Corral. Yeah, they got one of the two in the third round, mm-hmm. I think. So um, They still got their quarter, uh, a quarterback. Um, they did. And so I th- honestly think that for what the Panthers are trying to do, Okonwu is a good pick. I like Evan Neal more, but he is much more of a pass pro specialist than he is. Okonwu yeah, is just tech. a monster. Yeah, Econwu guy's is huge. He was part of the reason why NC State had a great season last year. I mean, he's just a beast. Yeah, I think any of the tackles that went in the top ten will all be really good. Yeah, uh, Ikanu, Neal, and Charles Cross. I think they're all really good picks. Uh, Drake London to the Falcons at eighth. Drake London as the first wide receiver taken. To me, that was surprising. Yeah. I think that Garrett Wilson and probably Chris Olave are better wide receivers than mm-hmm. him. Just Garrett Wilson. Chris Olave is not better. He's Chris. extremely fast, though, right? Drake yeah. London. Yeah. He's, he is he's extremely fast. And I think um, 
I think Drake London was a good pick. It's it's definitely a good pick. I think he is the most upside out of all the receivers, being six foot five. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, but Garrett Wilson was all out one of the best wide receivers in college football last year. Yeah. Here's the thing is, and I think this draft screams this more than most, but teams, like, it's a lot easier to dominate college football than it is to be good in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So with this draft, I I think think especially in this top ten, you see potential players, three, four, five picks where you're picking potential Mm -hmm. over um, established productivity. And um, I think that's, in my opinion, it's probably smarter. Um, I've The past couple drafts, it's always been like best quarterbacks going number one overall. You're going to pick the best player who dominated culture, and then they bust. And we've, it's like, we've seen a lot of those busts. Yeah. I, when's the last time we've seen a number one overall quarterback actually be good? Kyler Murray. Yeah, which was, what, five years ago now? It's been a couple Joe, years. At Joe least Burrow. Four. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Burrow. forgot about Burrow. Burrow, though, he wasn't – like, there's a lot of quarterbacks. Cincinnati needed a quarterback with that Mm -hmm. pick. There's a lot of teams that, like, don't necessarily need a quarterback. I feel like the 49ers, they drafted him. Trey Lance at fourth overall, which was kind of surprising. But I think he – you guys think he'll start this year? Yeah, they they said that he'll start this year. But a lot of times, if you take a quarterback top three, top five – if you look at the past, it hasn't worked out. I mean, you have, right. I mean, all kinds of guys like Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, so many, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, all guys that, especially with their first team, were not good for more than one year. Yeah, they're not, at this point in time, looking back, they weren't worth that pick. Yeah. They were worth mm-hmm. the second or third round. So I feel like this year, teams saw that, and the only quarterback to go anywhere near where quarterbacks have gone before was Kenny Pickett. Yeah. So do you guys potentially think that the Jets – could be kind of like the team that the Bengals were last year, having a top pick and then going on to Not this year. be really good. No. The Bengals the I Bengals, have a feeling they could. The Bengals had top picks for two years in a row. Well and they were so terrible. Did the Jets. They were terrible for five. But I guess the Jets were kind of similar. But the Jets got Zach Wilson, so it'll be a second year quarterback just like Joe Burrow was. And then you add Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. The the Bengals I will say this, the Bengals last year had no business. Being as good as they were, exactly. It was. I could see the, I could see the Jets kind the, of be the like guys that. they got on their defense. Though people didn't really look at that. It was they brought in Mike Hilton. They brought in a bunch of great guys that helped well, their defense. It was an equation of one Joe Burrow making plays to Jamar Chase. So was if a phenomenal Garrett will, player, if Garrett Wilson is that type of guy that Jamar Chase was his rookie year, I could potentially Zach see the Jets Wilson, being better than Zach so Wilson be. is not the guy that Joe Burrow the, was though. But well, but Joe we Burrow, didn't know that going into his Joe Burrow, Joe his second year. rookie year was not as good as Joe Burrow's second year, so we don't know that. But Plus one thing that made the Bengals so dangerous was their trio of wide receivers. Yeah, they have three guys that could be number one wide receivers on a team like the Jets yeah. or the Giants. But the Jets picked up Garrett Wilson, and that's a great pick. But one guy is not going to have the effect of what the Bengals had, not to their offense at least. Now, Sauce Gardner, he could be a difference maker. Garrett Wilson could be a difference maker as well. I just don't think this year. Yeah. Especially in their division. Their division's not. Yeah, their division is not spectacular. Yeah, but the Bills. Well, actually, Miami Dolphins will be better. Up yeah. Yeah. Dolphins will be better. 
Patriots are still going to be pretty solid. Patriots, I I think the Patriots are going to be pretty bad next year. They lost Gilmore. That's it. They didn't. They didn't they have didn't Gilmore. Have Gilmore. Year. Gilmore was on. Their Carolina. team is. Uh, just well, then yeah. Oh, that's right. Then they didn't lose anyone. <coughs> Except they had a. <coughs> but they haven't got any better. They, Every they other team in the division got better. Arguably the most mediocre offseason in history. Like, and probably the worst draft. Up? Who did they pick up? They drafted um, Cole Strange. Cole Strange, yeah. a potential wow. in the first round of potential. He's from like Northern Iowa or something. Okay. So they picked him up at pick twenty ninety, who's projected pick one hundred four. So Belichick's trying to find another diamond in the rough. And then this time in, in the, the first second, round instead of a seventh. In round. the second round, they picked up Tyquan Thornton, and he was projected sixth or seventh round pick. Now I will say Bailey Zappi going to the Patriots. He's not going to play. I know, though. I know he's their backup, but. I don't know if you guys watch Bailey Zappi in college at all. He broke every single passing record there was. Yeah. And he was that good. I watched him in his conference championship game as well as his bowl game. He was really good in college. He doesn't have all the arm talent, but Brady's not the most talented passer ever. Brady's just a great decision maker. And I think Bailey Zappi could be, not Brady, but he could be the way Brady was for the Patriots. I don't think they give up on Mac Jones, though. Mac Jones is going into his second Yeah, but year. if you look back at what happened with Drew Bledsoe, Bledsoe got hurt, Brady came in, and Brady stole the team. I'm just saying, it's a bit scary. Wasn't Bledsoe earlier, though? Or older? Yeah. He was like 30. Bledsoe was a veteran quarterback. He still would have played, though. Bledsoe? I'm saying if he didn't get hurt, he still would have been their starter for a while. Yeah. Brady wasn't drafted to be But they're not going to just give up on Mac Jones, that's what I'm saying. They're 10th overall pick. Two years ago, I know. I'm just saying, them getting Who Bailey Zappi was the best quarterback out of that class last year. But Bailey Zappi had the best stats out of this class. I'm just saying, Bailey Zappi <laughs> in the fourth round scares me. Are you pronouncing his name right? Yeah. Are you sure? Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Zappi. Z a p b e. Right. Okay, let's go down to some of the like picks and later. Let's look in the at the round. Indianapolis Colts' best draft in history. We drafted the most athletic players ever. Ever. I think the Steelers had a I really think, good draft. I think, is it, our draft was graded as the most yeah, athletic in draft In the last class. 35 years. We have, was it? Pierce. Pierce, he's 6'3", runs, runs a 4'4", four, four, he's 200. And he's like, 41 inch vertical. Yep. Freak athlete. The Jelani Woods. Woods. He's pro- he could potentially come in and be like a top tight end in a couple of years. Yeah. And then after him, you also pick up Bernard Raymond, who we had as a first-round pick. Yeah, and Nick Cross. In the third, and Nick Cross, who... um, Very athletic guy. This is probably the scariest thing that you could ever see. That man is a menace. Uh, Speaking of menace, my team, the Steelers, picked up a guy that I like a lot, George Pickens. I don't like him at all. In the second round. A lot of people had him as a top... Five wide receiver in this draft. Except for the fact that he belongs in prison. <laughs> I mean, look at look at all the great wide receivers of the two. He's a great. He's a, he's gonna be a great Steelers player. Yeah, I mean, forget Larry Fitzgerald. Look at every other great wide receiver from the two thousands. He belongs. Tell me they didn't have off the field issues. He, they I did. think he like his destiny. What did he even do? His his destiny. He, he needed to play for the Steelers or Ravens. To his shine. his destiny was to walk the streets of Pittsburgh. Let's or just Raiders. Put it that way. 
No, he didn't um, do anything. This just, guy he, is, he got he got in a bunch of fights. In he's game. a criminal. No, he's not <laughs> actually a criminal. No, he's not actually a criminal. Um, an Auburn player got tackled in one game and was like hurt on the sideline. Pickens walked up and squirted him with Gatorade. Yeah, and then he got in a fight um, in one game and he took the dude and yeah, he threw him. He jammed him, him into, into a wall. He grabbed by his face mask and jammed him into a wall. Okay, yeah, he could be the fourth best, but that just shows you the Steelers' wide receiver core is dangerous. Okay, like how? How? No, it is dangerous. No, they have probably the best wide receiver core in the NFL. Depth-wise. Draft, Depth-wise. Yes. They have, you have one good. They have six receiver. guys that could start on other teams. Mm. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens. Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin. That's it. Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin can't start. Anthony Miller. Team. Miles Boykin was going to start for the Ravens. Yeah, he until hurt. he got cut. And then he got hurt bad. and they cut him. He was, gonna, he was their second-round pick like two years ago. Yeah, yeah he, he was a second-round pick unless he No, because he got hurt. And he sucks. He was insane in college, though. Well. Okay, that doesn't matter. So looking at what else happened, Malik Willis falling way further down than a lot of people. Third? Third round, yeah. Third round, yeah. Third to round the Titans. The Titans. Of course. Did you guys wait? Since we're on this topic, did you see the thing that Tannehill said about Malik Willis? No, I did not. He said like it. It was like a press conference, and they were talking about like if he's going to mentor him. And he said, "No, we're fighting for a spot. I don't think it's my job to mentor him." And now like everyone is going crazy on like Ryan Tannehill because he's like scared to lose his spot. Yeah. I mean, how else do you expect Tannehill to answer that? Well, I mean, he's a veteran quarterback. He's a veteran he's quarterback. He's got a mentor. He's, he's acting like Brett Favre did when Aaron Rodgers came to the NFL. Okay, but this is Ryan Tannehill's team for now. No. No, it's not. It was never it's his team. It's very obvious. It's Derrick Henry's team. Yeah. They don't draft a quarterback if they think their quarterback is good. I mean, no. I think they draft a – I think all it was was – I think they still like Tannehill. Obviously, he he lost them their playoff game. Like, we're being honest, he lost in their playoff game. Here's what but the – Here's what the draft trends shows. They trade away their star veteran wide receiver for a younger wide receiver, Traylon Burks. They trade, right? That's who they picked, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burks. But honestly, that's, that's At good. The same He's the same type player getting no. paid way less. But it's hear me different. out. A.J. Brown right. is a superstar. Hear me out. Traylon Burks out. is not. Hear me out. Then, later on, who did they pick in the second? I don't know. But, I mean, if you think about it, Ryan Tannehill, they kind of did screw him over. They Get rid of their star receiver and then pick up a quarterback in the third round. But I mean, for the for the Titans, it can't be great. I mean, it can't be better. You have a guy like Ryan Tannehill for now, who's a serviceable guy. He he could it be can't good at be times. better. They're going to be terrible next Roger year. Roger I'm saying in the in, at the quarterback position, it's great for them right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess Ryan Tannehill. And then they got Willis, a project guy. But Tannehill is the great a a great guy, guy to sure. have with Willis behind him. Yeah. And what? Not really. Tannehill's not a good guy to have Willis behind. He literally said he doesn't want to mentor him. Okay, here's what the draft trend shows. The Titans, they're preparing for the future. They're saying, you know what, this year we have Derrick Henry. We're going to use him to the best of our ability while we develop Traylon Burks and Malik Willis. They traded Henry. No, they didn't. <laughs> to the Alaskan football team. Did they? No, but here's what they're basically saying. The Colts are too good. They're going to win the Super Bowl. We're giving up this year. We're going to suck. We're preparing for next year. That's what they're saying. They're prepping for the future. And they're doing that by saving cap space 
by getting rid of AJ Brown. I don't think they got rid of AJ Brown because they're like, hey, let's let's absolutely screw I think over Tampa because they, they literally couldn't. It, it was get just, him. yeah, they couldn't. They, they couldn't, couldn't pay for him. him. Right. And, and if you look at a lot of other teams, did that? I mean, we saw Hollywood Brown. That happened to Hollywood Brown. We saw it happen to Tyreek Hill. A lot of teams got rid of their wide receivers to take a but it's like kind of crazy top, that top wide receiver in this draft because it was a great draft class for wide. But receivers. it's kind of crazy how Hollywood Brown and AJ Brown basically have the same draft or like, you know, they both went for a late first round pick. AJ Brown and Marquise Brown are not even close, and like yeah, AJ Brown's so much know better. Yeah, but you gotta also account for the pay difference. AJ Brown's gonna want a lot more than Hollywood Brown wants. Yeah, they are, but they already re-signed him. They already re-signed AJ Brown. Four-year, $100 million deal. Yeah. That's why he was only a late first round, though. Yeah. Because you have to pay him a lot. Hollywood Brown is going to be solid. He's not He's not a bad wide receiver. But I. But he's not going to get paid $25 million He's not a number one receiver, though. No. But they're kind of screwed because DeAndre Hopkins is out. He's a solid number two. Hopkins is out next year for the first, like, seven games. Yeah, but whenever Hopkins gets back, that they will be a good wide receiver duo. Thank you for tuning into the Southeastern Sports Insider Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube so that you can see all of our future podcasts and when they're going up. I'm Dominic. I'm Harrison. And I'm Alex.